Hi, you're listening to the Sullivan County Democrat Podcast. My name is Patricia Robayo, and I'm a reporter here at the paper. This podcast is being brought to you by the Kitchen Table Cafe in Calicoon. We have a lot of news to get to, so let's get to it. Earlier in the week, a Canadian company proposes a cabin development in Bethel. It was a packed house of the Town of Bethel Planning Board meeting last week. Of primary interest to many in the crowd who attended on Monday, December 6th, was the application for a subdivision campground to be located in the Pine Grove Road proposed by Bedside Cabins. Based out of Quebec, Canada, Bedside Cabins describes itself on its website as an independent magazine and media brand that aims to bridge the gap between humans and nature with a high-quality editorial content and immersive experience. Garnet still has capacity. As of last week Friday, there were 84 patients at Garnet Health Medical Center, Catskills, 18 of which were COVID-19 positive. Garnet Health CEO Jonathan Schiller said, It's not overwhelming majority, but it's enough to push our census up beyond where we normally are. We do have the capacity and we're operating fine. However, what concerns us, if we were to see a very high spike in COVID beyond what we're seeing now, because of our workforce challenges across the country related to healthcare, we don't have the staffing we used to have 18 months ago when we had our first surge. High winds across the region over the last weekend caused thousands of county residents to lose power. According to NYSEG, a total of 4,293 Sullivan County customers lost power, but were restored by 6 p.m. last Sunday. The Democrat also reached out to Public Safety Commissioner Tom Farney, who had information on two wind-related incidents over the weekend. The first was this Saturday in Mamakating, where a felled tree was blocking the road at Girl and Watkins Road. According to Farney, there were also a report that was taken down some electrical lines, but Orange and Rockland Utilities were on it quick. Farney added that the second incident was on Sunday in Narrowsburg, where there was a report of a downed tree that hit power lines. was called to the county's 911 center. NYSEG, as of all Sullivan County's utilities, were on high alert and responded immediately upon notification. I haven't heard any issues at that as well, said Farney. During the Forestburg regular town board meeting recently, the board discussed issues pertaining to the town, such as the Sullivan County Industrial Development Agency, the IDA, and its place in the town of Forestburg in the future, as well as renewing the franchise agreement with the Internet Service Provider Spectrum. For more information, visit our website, scdemocratonline.com. School districts and law enforcement react to online threats. Two Sullivan County school districts were closed on Wednesday following multiple threats of violence made against students and staff on social media platforms. Fallsburg and Monticello were both closed for in-person instruction on December 15th after law enforcement and administrators became aware of threats of mass violence, which were eventually determined by law enforcement to be non-credible. And on late Thursday afternoon, arrest has been made according to the county's district attorney, Megan Galligan. In a statement released on Thursday afternoon, District Attorney Megan Galligan, Galligan disclosed that multiple students from the area schools have been arrested and charged with making a terrorist threat. That charge under state penal law is a Class D violent felony offense. Supervisor-elect Robbins pledges to get back to the community. A town supervisor election in Mamakated ended in incumbent Janet Libel's loss and a victory for Supervisor-elect Michael Robbins. Official Board of Elections results say that LIPO garnered 1,066 votes running on the Democratic and Mamakating First Party lines. It wasn't enough, however, as a newcomer, Michael Robbins received 1,207 votes on the Republican and Conservative Party lines. 
Libel's loss by 141 votes makes her the only one of two incumbent town supervisors in Sullivan County to lose their re-election bids, the other being the town of Fallsburg, the other being town Fallsburg supervisor Stephen Vigilante. Janet Libel told the Democrat after the election that she was proud of her accomplishments as a town supervisor but did not want to comment on any future plans. She said, I remain dedicated to the town and community and will be attending future town board meetings. Rappaport certified winner in the Fallsburg Supervisor Race The official election results have finally been issued by the Sullivan County Board of Elections on Tuesday afternoon and confirmed that the winner for the Fallsburg Town Supervisor Race is Katherine Jane Rappaport, with a 275-vote lead over incumbent Town Supervisor Stephen Viglianti. The final results, which included some 990 absentee ballots, were 1,511 votes for Rappaport, who ran on the preserved Sullivan party line and 1,236 votes for Vigilante running on the Democratic party line. Rappaport says, We are extremely grateful for the trust and faith the voters of Forsberg have in place for us. We cannot wait to get work for them and the issues that matter most, Rappaport said in a statement to the Democrat. Furthermore, she went on to say, despite their legally dismissed and baseless claims, we extend our thanks to Supervisor Stephen Vigilante and Councilman Nathan Steingart for the service to our town. For more information, visit our website at scdemocratonline.com or go to Newsstands Now. A public hearing has been set for Youngsville water rates. Talakalakul has set a public hearing for 7 p.m. on Monday, January 10th to discuss increasing water rates in Youngsville Water District. Currently, customers pay $50 for up to 6,250 gallons per quarter and $8 per 1,000 gallons over that amount. According to the Calicoon Supervisor Tom Bowles, the board is looking at a possibly raising the minimum per quarter to 60 to 65 for up to 6,250 gallons and possibly $9.50 for 1,000 gallons beyond the minimum. If this increase happens, it will be the first for the water district has seen since 2012. You can find all this and more in the pages of the Sullivan County Democrat newspaper in Newsstands Now. You can also find us online at scdemocratonline.com. You can always find us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe if you like this podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by the Kitchen Table Cafe in Calicoon. I'm Patricia Rabai for the Sullivan County Democrat. Have a great weekend.